All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Um, last time, like I said, we were talking about ways entrepreneurs, and I threw in a few ways, even if you are a W-2 earner, um, you can achieve financial freedom. Um, let's see. And so we had the conversation, we got the conversation going. I think we covered a lot of ground. Um, we talked about understanding your money. As always, that's always gonna be one of the top um, go-to ways to start to achieve financial freedom. I was talking to a friend yesterday and he was talking about how he really uh, wants to start analyzing his retirement accounts, um, spending more time being diligent on where he's putting his money. And that's the first sign that you're ready to start maneuvering your money in a way that you can be more financially free. That's the first way. People think it jumps from doing nothing to these big lavish things. No, it starts with kind of understanding what kind of money you have. Like, where's my money? Where's it coming from? I talk a lot about that in money management entrepreneurs. I purposely geared it towards entrepreneurs, but made the concept something that anyone can use. Um, last time I talked about when I worked at Dillard University, I used a lot of these principles that I teach now and that I talk about in the membership group that I talk about in the books when I, I didn't even have a business because principles are the principles. Like Nicki Minaj, or I was watching a documentary, Nicki Minaj, that she was talking about um, how they would send a lot of money to Haiti. And this is when she was really, really down with cash money. Um, and they would send a lot of money to Haiti in, a, in an effort to give back. The principles are the principles, regardless of how you live your life, how you use your money. There are certain principles that allow you to create financial freedom. So that was one of the things that we talked about, which was understanding your money, understanding where you spend it, understanding where you make it. That's a big thing, too. A lot of people don't know how much money they make especially entrepreneurs. I mean, like I said, last time I've seen entrepreneurs make hundreds of thousands of dollars and thought they were under six figures. So understand that, then have at least three streams of income. I spent a lot of time on that last time, so I'm not gonna spend as much time on that. Um, you know, catch the podcast, watch the page for that one. But what I do wanna talk about is how to bounce back. You remember? Well, maybe you don't. I'm from New Orleans, right? You know, I always got to start with a cute little, a little one too. Um, Soldier Slim, a rapper named Soldier Slim, he used to have this song. So I really like a good trap rap. I like a gangster rap. You know, I feel like if I wasn't in this life, I would be a gangster. Probably like the head of a mafia family. Um, I really do feel like that would be my calling because I'm so good at maneuvering things. Thank God for the legal life um, because queen pen. Anyway, with that said, um, so just let me have this song called I'm About to Bounce Back. I'm probably saying the title wrong, but it was like, I'm bouncing. I'm about to bounce back. I'm about to bounce back. So that's what we're going to start here. This, this We bouncing back. How you bounce back? How does that relate to financial freedom? Um, so how it relates to financial freedom, people who don't have a successful mindset, when they encounter, you know, I thought I started getting all excited when I talk about I'm getting chills and stuff. Um, 
people who don't have a mindset for financial freedom and success, when they encounter failure, what happens is what? They quit. They say, oh my God, this isn't for me. I shouldn't be doing this. Who, who do I think I am to be able to do anything like this? On the flip side, people with a successful mindset will tell you that they failed over and over and over and over and over and over again before they encountered success. So, you know, I got to give you a good rapper story because when I tell you, I really do study the rappers, um, mainly because I listen to them and I love documentaries. So I was watching something and Jay-Z said, well, it was about Jay-Z. But Rockaware, I don't know if you remember Rockaware. I, I wasn't, I wasn't even born when Rockaware was out. Um, but Rockaware, they introduced it. I forgot. They were wearing a lot of a brand. I can't remember what brand, and I don't want to throw nobody under the bus, but it was like a brand. They were wearing a ton of this brand. And so they were like, you know, we wear your brand all the time let's partner up. Like people are buying more of your brand because we're wearing it. Let's partner up. And the brand declined them. That was a no. They didn't say, oh my God, we're just going to iceberg. Iceberg, That what I think that is it. Um, and they were wearing a ton of it. And it was like, you know, let's partner up. Let's do, let's do the thing. And the brand was like, absolutely not. We don't need you. You need us. Um, they didn't quit. They didn't say, oh my God, we should stop rapping. We should just keep wearing iceberg you know, we should keep wearing this brand because who, who's going to care about us? They told us no. What they did was, it was like, excuse me? So they created their own brand. That's a big, you know, a leap. However, they didn't just fall on the ground and die. Uh, Jay-Z also talked about how, you know, with deals and stuff, people didn't even take him seriously as a rapper. And now he's one of the wealthiest people, not just rappers, but people in the world. So, the thing about a successful mindset, the thing about mindset is that you have to learn, and I heard this years ago, one thing is that you have to be able to be malleable, which is flexible. You have to know, okay, I was really, I was, I was really hot on plan A. Plan A smacked me in my face, fell through. That happens sometimes, especially when you have, when you're trying to make big deals. It happens. It doesn't happen all the time, but it happens. Do you quit? Do you stop? Or do you say, okay, why didn't this work? What could I have maneuvered better? What could I have understood a little more so that the next time I enter into this type of deal or the next time I want to do this type of thing, and when I, I'm going to give an example, like if you're buying real estate, I had a deal with real estate that fell through. I didn't say, oh my God, I'm, ne I'm never going to buy real estate again. I felt it, you know, I was like, oh, this is, you know, my nerves, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be a whole conglomerate. No, what I said was, let me sit back. Let me see exactly what I want so I can have more passion, more zeal. Let me stack more paper so that certain things that happen, I don't have to negotiate. I can just move how I want to move. That is a successful person's mindset. Your ability to say, okay, they said, no, this didn't work, but I'm going to keep going. That's why I always suggest that people have a lot of passion for what they do. Because if you don't have a lot of passion, when you start to hear no, you want to quit. So one of the things you can do, aside from the other things we talked about for financial freedom, is understand that you will get rejection. That things will fall apart. 
that things will not always work out perfectly, but they will work out the way they need to. And you should be able to keep going. You have to learn tenacity. You have to learn resilience. You have to learn how to reprogram your mind to think outside of the box, to see opportunities in rejection that other people can't see. So the Rockaware example, your passion, should your passion be tied to your purpose? So let me come back to that. So the Rockaware example, they, you know, they were like, okay, let's, let's, what could we do in order to still have a brand and wear it all the time because people are people, we see people wherever we want to wear. So you have to have a mindset where people, where you can reprogram your mind to see opportunities, even where other people see rejection and other people see failure. You have to reprogram your mind to where when everything is falling apart around you, you still see dollar signs, you still see growth, you still see success. That's the mindset you have to get because you know, during the pandemic, other people were like, oh my God, it's over. It's over. During the last hurricane that hit New Orleans, people were like, oh my God, it's over. My mind was like, how can I get this money? I call all my clients and you can, you can verify with them. I called them as soon as the pandemic, when we were about to shut down, I started calling everybody and saying, look at here, this is what we need to do. We need to get certain things in place so that we don't miss a beat. That's the type of mindset you need to have. And something you can do, something that I do when things don't work out, I pour more money into investing in myself and into my knowledge. A lot of people don't want to do that. They want to buy things. I listen to podcasts. I go to conferences. I reach out to mentors. I meditate. Like I pour a lot of time and effort into myself. Um, <clears throat> And then I talked, I spoke about this last time, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Another thing that you can do to achieve financial freedom is you learn one new thing a year. I didn't spend a lot of time talking about it, but learn one new thing a year. So um, I have a financial background, clearly. Um, and so some things I know, like I've taken investment classes, um, my minor and my PhD allowed me to gather a lot of accounting knowledge and things like that. However, I haven't become a master of certain things that are really um, great vehicles to make my money. So once a year, I said, okay, I'm going to learn more about leadership. I'm going to learn more about automation. No, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't do once a year. Every couple of months. Um, I say, I'm going to learn more about automation right now. Automation is a big thing that I'm studying. The next thing is going to be, I'm really good at investing in the stock market. I want to be really great at investing in the stock market so that I can feel very confident maneuvering other people's money. And I'm eligible to get a license in it. So I want to become great at it. So pick one thing a year, at least that you learn that can make you more money. I suggest that it builds on a skill that you already have, unless you just really want to try something different. But that's one thing uh, successful people do is they read. And I, somebody, I had a post the other day, that man said, now I agree with all of this, but I can't read. Like he, he could read because he read the, you know. But he was saying he doesn't like to sit down and read. Well, if you research successful people, they always talk about ingesting new knowledge. So if you don't like to sit and look at the words, which is big, 
audiobooks, podcasts, webinars, something to build your knowledge. It's, I mean, how can you learn new things? Like just the fact that you're listening to this is helping you get to a new level. Um, and then the last thing that successful people do um, is, and this is a big one, and I have people ask me about this one a lot. Um, the, the last thing, not the last thing, but a big one that successful people do are people who achieve financial freedom. They're willing to take risk that other people aren't. They're willing, they're willing to take risk with their money that other people aren't. They're willing to take risk with their time that other people aren't. They're willing to take risk with building something new that could fail, that could bomb, that other people are not. And then because on the back end, they're building their knowledge, they're constantly building their mental space, they're reading, they're understanding new things, their risks are more calculated than somebody else that's just saying, YOLO, I want to try something new. I don't know anything about it. So they take more calculated, understood risks. It's still a risk. I mean, you can have all the knowledge in the world and miss one thing, or it just wasn't your time. But they take more risk. Like I, I have, I take more risk than most people that, that um, the Invisalign, y'all, you know, I'm trying. Uh, I take more risk than most people that I know. I take more financial risk. I take more risk traveling. I take more risk um, in new things. I take more risk with the possibility of no, because I know that if I don't try, it's not gonna happen. So those are some of the big things that you can do to help you achieve financial freedom. Um, this is for you. There's tons of things that, you know, you can do that'll help you get closer to your financial goals. But these are the things that you can do directly to start opening up your life, your mind and your pockets so you can achieve more financial freedom.